0: It's doable. It's doable. It can be enjoyable. It can be easy if you want it to be. But if you want to make it hard and difficult, then it's going to be hard and difficult. I choose enjoyable and doable.
1: You want to transform yourself and improve your life. You long to help people. You wish to become healthier, happier, and more successful. This show is your opportunity to learn how to use hypnosis to make your life better. Each week, hypnotist Robbie Spear-Miller interviews people who have already changed their lives in amazing ways with hypnosis. These models can help you discover your path to making the most of your life. If you want to learn how hypnosis can help you reach your goals, this show is for you. Hello, everybody. I'm Robbie Spear Miller, your host for the Hypnosis Show podcast. And today we're having a special guest who's here to share with you what it's like to stop smoking with hypnosis. So we're welcoming Brenda Ford, and she is a hypnotist. She owns Kitchener Hypnosis. And um, so she's going to share with us her experience. Welcome, Brenda.
0: Thank you, Robbie. Thank
1: you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here. So I've had a, a request, somebody who listens to the podcast knows quite a few people who are interested in stopping smoking, but they're not quite sure what to expect if they were to stop smoking with hypnosis. And so I thought it would be great for you to share your experience so that people who are interested in stopping smoking can can see what's possible with hypnosis. So it would be great if you could start by sharing your experience with us.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Robbie. So uh, about a year ago, I looked into using hypnosis for um, quitting smoking as um, my aunt had done it many years ago. So I went online and looked, found someone and made an appointment. It was one session. And I'm like, great. So I made the appointment and I went to that one session. That one session was an hour long. (laughs) And really, um, I didn't know what to expect from it because I didn't know hypnosis I knew hypnosis in a different form and the experience was good it was two days two days it was I quit smoking for <laughs> doing that and I um yeah went back to smoking and um so like okay you but I think it was a couple months later I think it was that I reached out to you and uh Asked you about quitting smoking and I want—I have COPD. I wanted to quit smoking and uh, reached out to you and quit smoking. I actually just quit smoking and it was a different kind of experience because it wasn't one session. I had that support there and it wasn't one session that I felt so much pressure that it was because on one session, I felt so much pressure that, okay, it's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to work. But it didn't, like it was, I put too much pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. That's what it was.
1: Yeah, so so let's give a little perspective on this because you know here at, at, at Burlington Hypnosis, we've helped thousands and thousands of people and many of them have come to stop smoking. And so I've seen a lot of people go through this process and, and the, with stopping smoking, there are many times where people can quit with one session, but we never offer single session programs here because we've seen how it's very important for people to have that feedback over time. So they can stop smoking quickly because we don't need cigarettes to live. We're not born with the need to light sticks on fire and stick them in our mouths. So it can be really quick and easy to let go of with hypnosis. Um, and then once people go back into their everyday lives, they need other ways to cope. So what was it that you were using smoking for?
0: I was using smoking for stress. So at the time, I was I was under a lot of stress. It was like my, it was my blankie if I was a baby, right? It was my comfort blanket. It was there for stress. It was there for boredom. It was there, it was a habit, right? And it was just there. It didn't need to be there, but it was there. It was accessible, Mm -hmm. right? So um, having it there for, there's other ways to, I learned that there's other ways to have other things be And deal with your stress and deal with boredom and deal with, um, if you had a drink, you didn't need a cigarette. Um, If you're having a social drink with somebody, you didn't need a cigarette. You didn't need a cigarette after a meal or things like that. Or while you're driving a car, there's other things to do. Right. And it took up so much of my time. So it was like, okay, I timed myself one day. It was like almost seven minutes to smoke one cigarette. it was like that's seven minutes I could have been doing something else with my life than sitting there scrolling on my phone and having a cigarette so I needed it
1: it was a waste of time yeah so there were there you were you had COPD you have young children right Mm -hmm. and you and I have grandchildren yeah so wasting all this time and money on smoking finding it hard to breathe and you're really young to have COPD imagine in 10 years or 20 years if you were to keep going down that
0: path oh i would it would be it would be awful because i was um already on two inhalers one once a day and then the other one was only used when needed so it could have been like that like running around i ended up having a puppy at the time too i got a puppy so to chase a puppy chase grandkids chase my other kids it was like i was losing my breath so quickly right? So it's like, it's that wake up call that ding, ding, right? Like you need to do something. You're 43 years old. You have young family and you're losing your breath already. So at 53, I could end up being on oxygen, carrying an oxygen tank with me at 53. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to always have to carry that around. And just to have the pressure on your chest, even I was having it, like if I got a cold or something, having that pressure on my chest that I couldn't catch my breath, it was like, oh, my goodness, okay, is this my time? Well, I didn't want it to be my time, mm-hmm. right? So I had to smarten up myself too.
1: Yeah, and, and so at the time, even though you were in all this pain, and that's a pretty scary thing to go through, you didn't believe you could handle life without smoking. You thought you needed no. smoking, and, and so you felt helpless about it.
0: I did. I did. I felt help, I felt like my hands were tied, like that it was my only leverage that it was like, like I said, it was like, there was no way I didn't know anything else. I've been smoking since I've been 13, 14 years old
1: mm-hmm.
0: and to smoke. And it wasn't that, oh, I just take a cigarette from my parents. It was, I take lots of cigarettes from my parents or I'd have the money and get my older, get older friends to buy them or something like that. There was always a way like, To get a smoke, it was always continuous. So even in high school, it was the cigarettes were there. It was just, it never stopped. And that's all I knew. My parents smoked and that's all I knew. And it had to stop somewhere. It had to stop and break that chain. So I didn't pass that chain along to my kids, my younger kids, my grandkids. So they they didn't see me yet. They see me smoking, but I wanted them to see the new me and that anything is possible and anyone can change, especially like someone like me that's been smoking since I've been 13 and now I'm 43. Well, it was been 42 that I quit. So,
1: yeah. 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 So you see how you were, you hypnotized yourself into believing that the only way you could cope with stress or boredom was to smoke cigarettes. Mm -hmm. with hypnosis you discovered through experience that you had other ways
0: yes there was other ways there was two times that I had like a cigarette and I'm like it's like no I have to get back on this track I am not falling off this track and I got myself back on with the trainings and the and the um support that I've had from you and that learning the different techniques with NLP and hypnosis combined it was like I got back on that Back on the right track, just like that. Like it was, it was so much easier as to oppose of if you fall off that track, you can always fall back into the, the habit, right? So easy to fall back into a habit, but it was so easy to get back on track. mm mm-hmm. So easy. Yeah.
1: And you knew it was possible because you saw so many people before you had done it and you had the support and feedback. And and this is why when we do programs, we always do at least three sessions for our clients, even if they stop after their first session, which does happen quite a bit, that they have those extra two sessions for feedback and accountability to follow through and learning new ways of coping with life and proving to themselves they can do it and that support system to make sure that happens. And and that's a very key thing to make this a long-term change for yourself. Mm-hmm.
0: Using hypnosis also worked with my train of thought too, with, with the smoking and other aspects too, um, because I was worried about withdrawal. <laughs> I was worried about sleepless nights. I was worried about, okay, what am I going to do when I have that coffee in the morning, right? But hypnosis, you helped me with all that as well. It's that that my train of thought that it it reprogrammed me mm-hmm. basically.
1: Yeah. If you worry about all those things, you'll have those things, right? You'll create right? It for yourself. And so <laughs> you you learned how to use your mind to focus on what you actually
0: want and to make it easy for yourself. Do you really need it or is it a want? Mm-hmm. And is it a good want or a bad want? Is it a healthy choice or a non-healthy choice? And what does it taste like? Do you really want to lick an ashtray? Like, <laughs> so it was, I I went through all of that too, right? So, mm-hmm. So you see, yeah. you
1: see through this experience, you were able to actually be real with yourself about what really matters to you and what it really was like to smoke, because you had glorified it into this
0: thing that it really wasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> and my clothes smell better. I can taste food more. Um, like when I'm sick, like I've had a, like I had a cold a few weeks ago. I normally my taste would have been totally gone, and um, I could still taste food, not being a smoker, mm-hmm. right? Instead of, and my throat having that cold, it was a totally different cold than I've ever had over the years. Like it wasn't as harsh, I guess you could say, because when you're smoking and you have a cold, you still want to have that cigarette, no matter how sore your throat is, right? Or how bad your cough is. It just, I, I don't know why I even put myself through that because my cold was so much easier. I actually liked my cold. <laughs> it was like, yay
1: <laughs> so you didn't even realize how much damage was happening because to you it was just normal to have that well the kind of cold you just thought yeah but it's like to have a
0: cold right and my my nose doesn't run in the morning anymore I used my nose used to run all the time in the morning when I first woke up and it's a common side effect of, of being a smoker mm-hmm. and it doesn't do that anymore and I'm like yes i love it i don't have to like have a runny nose in the morning so Mm -hmm. a lot's changed my my hair smells better my clothes smell better my car smells better i can actually go outside in the spring and smell the roses in the summer smell the roses instead of putting my nose right into it and being like i don't smell that (laughs) Mm -hmm. so it affects you in a lot of ways smoking in a That's the best thing. It's that me quitting smoking was the best thing because I can enjoy the things in life that I actually missed out on because all I knew was smoking. And now being 43 years old, I can enjoy the things in life that I, yeah, I can wish that I knew about it then, but you can't go back. You can never pedal backwards, right? Only move forwards. And now I'm just going to embrace everything. All the new things and all the new smells and new tastes everything. Do you find you have more energy now? Oh, a lot more, <laughs> a lot more. So it's like, I wake up in the morning and, um, I'm not so lethargic cause I've actually had a steady night sleep through and cause I've slept through the night instead of waking up coughing and all that stuff. Um, and more energy. Yeah. I feel that I can actually like even the circulation, my feet were always cold and my hands were always cold. They're now warm. Um, So even my blood circulation is a lot better too. So
1: amazing the things that happen when you don't poison yourself at regular intervals throughout the
0: day. (laughs) (laughs) Right? If I only knew this. (laughs) Yeah, and how
1: much money do you figure you've saved in the past year?
0: Well, I bought a clinic. I paid off
1: my car. <laughs> yeah, that's good. How much did you used to smoke before? Um, almost a pack a day. Okay. So yeah. typically a pack a day is around 15 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So if you smoke a pack a day, that ups to around five 6,000 bucks a year. So that's probably the amount you've saved so far.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's a good job. That's a pat on the back right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 50,000 bucks. Easy. Right? right there it's, it's and what could you do with that if we think about it it's like okay there's so much more like I, I now I want to put the pool up in my in my backyard I want to do renovations in my kitchen and you know so there's things I want to do and I don't have to worry about doing them like yes the extra the, the extra money's there I'll be able to breathe better to help with the renovations I'll have more energy to do the res- renovations. Like there's so many much more things that it's more beneficial to me to not smoke mm-hmm. as to oppose the smoking. Right. And especially doing reno is like it, to have the dust go into your lungs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I won't have any a, a irritation there. <laughs> yeah.
1: So now as you, you own a hypnosis clinic and you're helping other people, You know what it's like to change, and we do require all of our students at Hypnosis Training Canada to change something about themselves. For you, the first thing was becoming a non-smoker, and I know we have helped you with lots of other things since then. Yes. Um. But do you see how valuable and important it is as a hypnotist to have changed yourself that way? Because you know what what does it really mean to change with hypnosis, and and it's so much easier to help clients because you can step into their shoes easier. You know what it really takes you're you're accountable for changing yourself so you know how to do what you're asking your clients to do so talk a little bit about that
0: so I could I can relate a lot better like I could peddle them to hear a little bit of my story of how I went from smoker to non-smoker right so I can relate with them and just step into their shoes and be on the same level. I guess you could say be on the same level as them that I think, like, yeah, I've heard that excuse. I use that one, by the way, you know, I've it's, it's the same way. It's like, yeah, you don't have to tell me twice. I've been there, you know, <laughs> so it's, and just telling them that um, it's doable. It's doable. It can be enjoyable. It can be easy. If you want it to be, but if you want to make it hard and difficult, then it's going to be hard and difficult. I choose enjoyable and doable. So, and I, I let them know. Yeah. And you
1: can say that totally congruently because you've experienced it yourself and you know what it's like and you can spot it when people are making excuses because you know you used to and you know it doesn't have to be that way. And and so this is so important to know. So for our listeners, if you are considering becoming a hypnotist, know that part of that experience is going to be you growing through something yourself. It could be to stop smoking. It could be losing weight. It could be managing stress better or improving your relationships some people have a fear of public speaking they want to get over. Um, there are lots of different things you can change. Going through that process is really, really key for you to be the kind of hypnotist you need to be for your clients. Yes. And so one thing that you know for sure, Brenda, is that you're never going to leave your clients hanging because you know what it was like when you went to that first hypnotist and there was really no help for you after that first session.
0: Yes, it was it was hard with that one session, Robbie. It was hard to believe that I, um one session sounded too good to be true, and I should have stuck to that in my head mm-hmm. when it was one one session could be too good to be true. you should, how that goes, you know. Mm-hmm. So meeting you and it was as simple as scrolling online and looking and meeting you and having that those sessions, taking the courses that I needed to take to become the better person that I am today was so well worth it. So well worth it. There has been no flaws. There's been like, it's just, it's nothing been but capital gain for me. Like I've gained and gained and gained. There's, I haven't peddled back nothing. So it's, it's just, something sounds like it's too good to be true. Usually it's too good to be true. And I wish I would have stuck to that. Right. And it was, yeah, it was just, lesson learned. Yeah. And so around
1: that, you know, when we uh, have clients come to see us or students who come to train here, we always screen them. So we offer a free screening that takes usually around 30 to 40 minutes. And at that time, we're evaluating the person's situation to see if we can accept them as a client and see if it's a good fit for them. And that's super important because it helps people know, is it a a good fit? Is it the right place for them? Um, also to be knowing what to expect and your expectations are important because if if your reality doesn't match your expectations, it can really sabotage things, which is something yes. that happened to you. It can take away people's belief that this is possible, even though all, the only thing that needed to happen was you needed some follow-up feedback so you could integrate it in your life.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? That's exactly it.
1: Yeah. And so when when we screen students, it's the same thing Well, we're looking for, is this a good fit for you? Because when we accept people here as students or clients, we, we want to feel like we can see that you're able to participate in a way that's going to help you. That's really what we're looking for when we screen people. And if you are able to participate that way, then you can have this as a wonderful opportunity to grow and change and possibly help other people, which is you know, Brenda, you're a great example of taking advantage of that opportunity.
0: I've always been a person that's wanted to help people. So even in past careers, so it's uh, this was like I said, it's all been a win win um, from a job that I didn't really like anymore to or owning a cl- that I still help people at to owning a clinic that I'm helping people at. That's easier on me to breathing better, quitting smoking, being more healthy inside and out. Have, like, it's been nothing but a win-win.
1: Congratulations. And thank you for sharing this with other people. It's going to help them a lot. Um, tell people where they can reach you if they want help with stopping smoking or other things.
0: Oh, excellent. Um, you can reach me at kitchenerhypnosis.com is our web- website. And our phone number is 226 641 0645 you can fill out an intake form or even call the number the clinic number and we'll be happy to help you yeah
1: and for those interested in hypnosis training you can go to hypnosistrainingcanada.com we have lots of free resources they're free to learn more about the training opportunities and what it's like to be a hypnotist or how to change yourself with hypnosis and if you're you're ready to participate in, in live training, you can feel free to set up a free consultation with me so we can see if this is a good fit for you. Excellent. So thanks so much, Brenda. This was a lot of fun. And thank you, it was. Yeah, yeah, you'll help a lot of people this way. And I look forward to seeing you grow your clinic more and more and helping tons of people.
0: Perfect, thank you very much, Robbie. You have a wonderful day. You too.
1: If you are already having success as a coach, hypnotist, therapist, manager of people, or simply as a human being, sometimes you feel like you shouldn't need more feedback, even though deep down, you know you can benefit. On our next podcast, you will learn how a very successful corporate coach grew in amazing ways through hypnosis training. Remember to click the button to subscribe, share the podcast with a friend, and we would love for you to leave us a review so you can help others benefit from the podcast too. Until next time. You've been listening to The Hypnosis Show with Robbie Spear Miller. Tune in next time to learn more about how you can change your life with hypnosis. And if you are interested in learning more about training opportunities, go to hypnosistrainingcanada.com and schedule a free consultation.